Blog Talk Radio. Tonight's going to be one of those nights. It's definitely going to be a hell of a night. Well, and we will be talking about hell in the cell, so in more ways than one. How's everybody tonight? I'm the Fantasy Jester. You are listening to FXE, Florida Extreme Entertainment Live. Live and from beautiful D-Land, Florida. Absolutely gorgeous night here tonight. Hope it is absolutely beautiful wherever you're listening to tonight. And thank you so much for joining us again. Brought to you by FantasyJesterSports.com and Blog Talk Radio. And, uh, you know, we're brought to you by a little bit more. We have our sponsors and everything, and we'll get to them, and they'll have their time and whatnot. But right now, it's my time. My time. And, you know, i got to be honest with you. I look at my time as probably... The best time of the whole show. Now, I am forced to, at some point in every show, I have my co-host, JT, and he's on all the podcasts with me. And I got to be honest with you, I enjoy my time with him, but there's nothing better than just listening to myself on the microphone. Honestly, I got to be honest. It just happens that way. And on the microphone tonight for you, uh, I'm going to bring you Hell in the Cell with JT. And uh, Joey Cage, uh, we're going to be talking about Joey Cage as well. Fantasy Jester interview uh, with my, uh, my, uh, my brother, my twin brother, actually, uh, Psycho Jester. Um, he wants to be known as the Jester, but I'm the Jester, and uh, he... Uh, He's not right, but he helps us here at FXE, and uh, he'll be on tonight. I apologize. We're going to have to you know, deal with that later on, and you'll see what I'm talking about there. But in the meantime, we're also going to talk WWE, what's going on, obviously, Raw, SmackDown, getting ready, Hell in the Cell, and, you know, JT has a very distinct opinion on uh, Hell in the Cell, and uh, we're going to hear from him on this. 
we're going to start talking about predictions, and we might get to that at the end as far as the predictions for Hell in a Cell. We're definitely going to be getting into it more this weekend and uh, just before the show starts and, you know, any last-minute news that we hear uh, from the inside and uh, truly give it to you from the inside. We've got, uh, what else? We've got FXE signings update. That should be fun. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bit about that. But, uh, no, let's go ahead. Let's get right to this. Let's get JT in here. You can find him on Twitter, Fez, F-E-Z, 437 on Twitter. And uh, you can find him on Facebook now. Uh, You've got the Fantasy Jester page on Facebook. Now you've got JT, Jason Townsend on there. You can go see him there. You can go see him on Twitter. He likes to be on Twitter. That's where I'm at. Also at fantasy underscore jester. Uh, besides that, you can find JT and I just about everywhere pretty much now. Right, JT? Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to make sure you've had enough time with yourself here and, and listening to yourself before we go on, you know, because, I mean, this is your show. Uh, as I go ahead and put JT on hold. Oh, no. Uh <laughs> Yeah, no problem. I can get more of that time. And, oh, I uh, it'll be a lonely place without you. I will miss you so much. So much. But, you know, the best part about doing these shows is that every time we do one, I get a mental picture of you being that little <laughs> old man behind the green curtain in Oz. Yes, yes, yes. I'm pulling strings everywhere. It's all smoke <laughs> and mirrors, my friends. It's all smoke and mirrors. And a blue beard. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta have that. Well, hey, Heidi Whitney like the beer. Hey, Heidi Whitney and several people uh, over at the Orlando Magic game uh, love the yeah. blue beard, actually, and uh, <laughs> that was fun. And uh, it's been pink, it's been red, and uh, probably for Halloween, uh, obviously, in a couple of days, we'll see what I break out uh, for that. I actually uh, will have the pleasure of being a zombie uh, this weekend. At a, uh, a friend's uh, cemetery setup that he has, it's a walkthrough. We're expecting between you know 500 and 1,000 people to come through. It's a free thing. It's over okay. in Port Orange. Yeah, it's over in okay. Port Orange. I'm going to post it on the Fantasy Jester page, too, for you local people here over in Florida that want to go take a walkthrough. It's going to be a scary time. JT, speaking of scary times... Um, I really haven't heard from Joey Cage. Have you? No, no. Uh, Joey Cage, the face that's never in the place, is uh, absent yet again. And and to be honest with you, it's actually been quite nice. It feels like there's more air in the building uh, when he's not around. Uh, there's more air. There's more corona. That's for sure. Um, well, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the face that disappeared from the place, uh, we have to do something because everybody liked the idea we had three people in here. We had three people talking, getting different views because, listen, you are phenomenal. Folks, if you're getting used to listening to JT, phenomenal, phenomenal sports analyst, every damn sport out there, phenomenal analyst. You get the from the promoter's uh, perspective from my end. And Joey Cage was able to bring you, you know, somebody, even though it was limited ring experience, but he also was in MMA and he knows his sports rather well. And right, right. Disappeared. Disappeared. And uh, so we got to find a you replacement. Know, 
I have to yeah. say, you know, since he's been on and he's done other shows with us, you know, we've we've learned that he's a uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan, and uh, you know, we, we've had some fun with him on that. And I will say the one good part about not having him here right now is we don't have to hear about him crowing about beating the Vikings. So yeah, be careful what we wish for. True, true. Because I mean, all we all we hear is Pennsylvania this and Pennsylvania that, <laughs> and uh, Hall of Famer Wentz and all that. Yeah, no, no, right. No, no, no. You're right, yeah, and that's why. Go ahead. What? I was going to say, speaking of Hall of Famers, or you know, I was mm. just thinking you were talking about Helen Estella earlier as mm. you were coming in, and you know, there's a few mm-hmm. guys in this uh, in this show that I think could end up Hall of Famers when it's all said and done. Yeah, yeah, and hold on, just one last thought on uh, the Joey Cage thing, folks. Next week, uh, during this week here, and I pretty much have it sewn up. I talked with uh, Mako today, and uh, he's Ooh. making, yeah. Yeah. Not one I've of brought, Joey's favorite I've, people. <laughs> no, not one of Joey's, uh, Joey Cage's favorite people. And that's fine. That's fine. You know, I, I understand that. But we have a job to do here, and I want to make sure we bring the proper coverage. And I personally like the wrestler's perspective from it. And, again, here's a guy that's new. He's one of our developmental people. And we're going to go ahead. We've got a great Great time coming. November 5th, Fantasy Justice Show, folks. FXE Live going to be invading the Fantasy Justice Show on Saturday night. We're going to go live on Facebook on the Fantasy Jester page. Two big signings. And when I mean JT, two big signings, mm-hmm. this could be two big signings. We definitely are going to have one. And, you know, my, my brother has come up with another one if we can really get him. So, this is going to be huge. This is going to be big. Um, yeah, I've heard there's some uh, some uh, skyscrapers uh, going to be around. We've got it. We've got it going well. And what's going to happen now? Let's go ahead. Let's before we get back into everything that's FXE and what's going on there. A lot of excitement going on there. And yeah, let's get Mako in here. Let's give the people another perspective in this. But for tonight, everybody's going to have to suffer through you and I going ahead and talking about Raw and, you know, getting right into it, the last segment and all. Um, all right. So now I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to start with my, my personal favorite, maybe because he's a Mike guy as well as Enzo Amore, <laughs> you know, awesome in-ring promo by Enzo and Cass and everything. And now they're going to square off uh, Carl Anderson and uh, this is, uh, and, uh, it's going to be interesting where they go with this now. When these two guys, you know, you've got two up and coming. To me, I thought they were between Gallows and Anderson, okay, and Enzo and Cass, mm-hmm. up and coming uh, tag team. So it's going to be interesting who who they put over here. I mean, what are you looking at? When do you think that this is smart that they're going to eventually put one over the other on this? When you had two of them rising. Well, well, the question is, is either one of these teams going to get over? Because, you know, I thought we were going to see Gallows and Anderson take those belts off a new day, what, a few pay-per-views ago. And now they're starting to get um, relegated to uh, basically working with Enzo and Cass. One week, one guy wins. The next week, the next guy wins. It just seems like WWE doesn't know what they want to do with either one of these teams. Do they want to split them up? I mean, who knows? At, at this point... 
I'd like to see Gallows and Anderson, and they, they do some kind of a, uh, a build with the club. Get the club reference in there. Do something to give these guys some momentum, and let's push one of these teams forward. Are you feeling yet the idea that they're going to split them up? Is this is this possibly? And again, we've been see. I've been saying, you know, Cass keeps going by himself, keeps going by himself. Is it maybe? Uh, is this possibly where we could see Enzo costing them the match against Gallows and Anderson and starting that rift between the two? Do you think we could go in that direction in this or no? I definitely think that I agree with you. End zone casts are destined to be split up at this point. And let's be honest, as we've said on this show many times, cast is so much, he's light years ahead of Enzo as far as in-ring ability and, and uh, skill at this point. So split those guys up. Anderson Gallows, I still think they're going to end up the guys that do take the title from the New Day at some point. I just don't know when that's going to be. But I like what you're saying. You know, Enzo messes up. He's done it before. Cost him a match. That could be uh, the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. Well, and people have to understand one thing with Enzo. He he is he's great on the mic, but you're talking about a guy who, until 2012, had never been in a ring. Now, folks, if you go over to FantasyJusticeSports.com, we just got done having uh, Kid Kelly do a piece all about Enzo. So if you're an Enzo fan or you're an Enzo hater, uh, go check him out. Go see what he's about, where he's from, more than, you know, a lot of, everybody knows he's from the Northeast and all that. But she goes in depth a little bit more, tells you more about him. And just like her weekly pieces, she does a weekly piece every week on a different wrestler. So, Go ahead, go in our WWE section, okay, into our wrestling section and pull that out. And you can go, look, week by week, and she's broken down all different. She's giving you the background on a, a bunch of different people. She's done Bray Wyatt and Becky Lynch and Charlotte. and I mean, she's gone down the list, uh, and she's going to continue going down the list. Uh, uh, she does a fantastic job. But, uh, no, he's he's only been in the ring since 2012. Mm-hmm. So he is still very, very new and very green and still has a lot to learn from very that raw. Yeah, if you will. <laughs> oh, I like that. You're sharp tonight. You're sharp. You're feeling hey, good? You know? You're feeling good. Yeah, brought my A game. It's a big night right now. Hey, we got some good stuff going tonight in the show. So, yeah, I'm pumped for it. You know, it just you know, seems like more and more as we get closer to the FXE shows, there's a lot of excitement here and a lot going on, and it seems like now all of a sudden things are going to be happening very fast. It's it's a fun time. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I, let me uh, throw something at you. I get your opinion on something with yeah. Curtis, Curtis Axel versus Bo Dallas. The um, Bo Dallas slash Bray Wyatt family have been on a nice upswing, a deserved upswing here recently. But it's funny, this new mean streak or this aggressive streak in Bo Dallas kind of reminds me of the whole ruthless aggression, John Cena, when he first came out. Um, You know, and then the best part of this for me is, other than Vince McMahon thinking that Brock Lesnar in his hometown was going to get a major heel uh, response, is the fact that Curtis Axel in his hometown, they were confiscating Curtis Axel signs in his hometown. Uh, 
he was not real happy about this in some reports I've read. So some fun stuff out of Raw this week from Minneapolis. Yeah, some interesting things, including, uh, you know, you just touched on it. And, you know, that is the – that's the grill in the room. So why don't we talk about it? A lot of people have already. You've mm-hmm. got how that whole – the whole show ended. Now, I know you have a very distinct opinion on it. JT, talk about the ending. Oh, you know, I look at Brock Lesnar coming out. He's always been billed from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He played for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, You have him in his hometown. You have Paul Heyman doing everything he possibly can do to get a Goldberg chant going. And they keep yelling, Goldberg sucks in Suplex City. And Vince Mm -hmm. McMahon has the nerve to get furious and be surprised about this backstage. I think they completely ruined the momentum from the Goldberg promo the week before. And, you know, yeah, it's it like you and I talked in the production meeting. We talked yeah. in the production meeting about it. To me, yeah. the look on Paul Heyman's face when Lesnar's music hit to end that looked like, whoa, wait a minute, that was early. I think Vince pulled the plug. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely clumsy. It wasn't smooth. Something, something, there was definitely an adjustment on the fly made there, and they make several. You know, that happens in a show, though. Every once in a while, you get a feel for what's going on. And, you know, hey, listen, Vince is Vince. Vince is going to be Vince, whether people like it or not. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. The show's going to be how he wants it. It wasn't going the direction he wanted it, okay? He doesn't want to have somebody else now have that leverage. You know, I mean, I can ima- only imagine how that man's skin crawls every time they chant CM Punk in an in arena. <laughs> it's the truth, though. So, I mean, now you got a show not going his way, and, and, and his way will always be what goes on. People think, you know, because he's not doing well uh, and he's getting old and whatnot, that he still doesn't, you know, that he doesn't have as much control. B.S., Yes. Right. I I mean, I know secondhand, not from Vince himself, somebody very close to Vince, that he is at every damn show in charge. There is nothing that goes on without his knowledge, without him wanting right. that to happen. And you could tell that was not smooth. That was no. not smooth yeah, at all. It I agree. He's look. the puppet master. Oh, and yeah. He, yeah like, oh, yeah. He's not, he's not smooth. It's not smooth. You know what? It's over. Next. Get the hook out. Pull him off the stage. You know, I agree completely with you, though. Anyone who thinks he's not in complete control is absolutely fooling themselves. What did you, uh, you know, and everybody, you know, it seems to be the chat is that everybody was kind of uh, shocked at how that went. Everybody, you know, the, the wrestling fan out there, the ed- and a bunch of them are educated wrestling fans. They know their sport. They know what they like. They know what they're seeing. I've talked to guys, whether they've been fans, and I've talked to a couple of wrestlers since, talked to a couple of people in the business, and they all said the same thing. You could just tell that was not it. It wasn't smooth. It wasn't smooth. There was definitely a change there. And I haven't met anybody who has said any differently. So let's go ahead. I don't want to add to it. We already, I think we've talked about that uh, enough. 
Let's go on to some of the things that are going down on Raw, though, as we're watching it. And I really, here's one for you. You know, I love your analysis of things. Here's one for you. Sami Zayn and Strowman continuing. Are you liking, uh, are you feeling this yet or not yet? I don't know. What about you? What are you I, feeling on this? I want to, I want to feel this because I think Sami Zayn's probably been in three of the top ten matches of 2016, uh, probably in the top match with Nakamura of the year and and take over in Dallas. So I want to like this guy. I want I want to see him do well. I just don't think this is the guy to book him against. You can't spend three months having Braun Strowman wrestle against Larry Moe and Curly, and then bring Zayn out to do anything to him because it wastes that whole buildup. Uh, Zane's the guy that deserves better. I mean, the guy's talented. It's just, it's an absolute waste of time. I think it was, Hey, we don't have Sammy Zane to tell him to sell. Let's get him out there this way. Uh, well, I think that again, this is going to be, and I could be, again, I could be wrong, but you know, we're missing those big behemoths. Going at each other. The big guys just throwing down. Strowman and Cass. Just a, you know, I just roll that off the tongue. Strowman versus Cass. I could promote the living hell out of that just the way it sounds. Oh, yeah. Braun Strowman versus Big Cass next week. Oh, yeah. No, that'd be great. That'd be great. I want to see that. That's what I want to see. Where do I write in? Where do I show, show me where I write in? I, I'm, sure, I'm sure Vince is taking all of our suggestions to, uh, you know, under advisement. Uh, and you know what? Guess what? Right now? No. In the future? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, guess what? I wouldn't bet against me. Um. That's the whole thing. Because one day, who is that? Uh, it's, uh, it's WWE. They want one of your talents, sir. <laughs> Put him on hold a minute. Oh, yeah, right. Put and I will make him wait. I will thing. make him wait. Because the only thing better, you got to remember, I'm going to be eventually dealing with a man who makes it a collection you got uh, for those out there who don't have the WWE network. Let me explain something to you, okay? Vince is so narcissistic. See, I'm gonna have fun when I de- finally deal with this guy. He is so narcissistic that on the WWE network, he has a whole area, a collection of all the promotions, the wrestling promotions that he has purchased, like a trophy right. case. Like exactly. a friggin' trophy case, like a hunter puts heads on a wall. Vince has a section on the WWE network of look what I've collected. Guess what? That tells me one thing. He will be chomping. And when he does make that call, I know I've got something that he wants. What better thing to do than make a spoiled brat? like Vince McMahon, who used, is used to getting what he wants to put him on hold. Well, you know, all I, ask, all I ask is two things. When this meeting yeah. happens, 
A, yeah. you guys do it in an airplane hangar because you're going to need it for the size of both your egos. And yeah, B, well, I want to be outside to watch it. Bring a, bring a big hanger. Bring a big hanger because when, when Vince and I go down, yeah. And there's a reason why Vince is where he is, okay? And there's a reason why this is growing as fast as it is and where it's heading. Yeah, I have a big head, and there's going to be a damn good reason. I, You know what? Here's going to be the show, folks. Here's going to be the best part of this, okay? I'm going to let my big-ass mouth keep flapping about how great this is going to be, how great it's going to be, how great it's going to be, and I'm going to just keep jamming it down your throat about how great it's going to be. You know why? Because it is going to be great. And you know what? I'm going to put on one hell of a show either way because you know what? Here's the thing. There's going to be a bunch of people guaranteeing you I'm going to flop. I'm too new at this. I'm too new. If I hear one more time, uh-huh. I'm too new from the competition, okay, I'm going to vomit. You know what? I got one thing for the competition. You ain't jack shit. Hey, That's right. What? I have a I big I have a big it. head for a reason, folks. It's for what Absolutely. I'm about to do to the wrestling industry. Go ahead. I'm should. sorry, JT. Uh, I was just gonna say, as you should, my friend. You do what you. You say know how I do things. You you know you're not just my co-host. You're my friend. You know how I am about things. Okay. You know of all people, know exactly how I am and what's coming. Well, you know, I have to tell you this, and don't worry, this won't go as far as uh, certain reference I've made on another show in the past, but it's mm-hmm. gonna be close. Had had somebody asked me, they said, you know, you guys have been talking about. FXE in your shows for quite a while. When are you going to have one? I said, you know, you got to think of it like tantric sex. You know, it's the build up, mm-hmm. the build up, the build up, the build up, mm-hmm. the build up, and then there it is. And look out. It's the same thing. All we're doing is taking the time to make sure it's perfect and going to be absolutely what you people want to see. Hey, that's, listen. That's going. Oh, no, no. Listen, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you all out there want to see me just throw a wrestling production out there, I can put one out there in two weeks. And I'll tell you what, here's what you're going to get, okay? Every other piece of crap you've got out there. I'll bring a ring with no skirt, all stained, okay? I'll bring you crap for concessions. I'll bring you no stage. I'll bring you no-name wrestlers. I bring you, I mean, God, awful wrestlers. Okay. Wait a minute. Yeah, no, no, no. I could throw this. I could throw this together. No lighting, no production value, no thought thought whatsoever. I can do that. I thought you said you didn't get TNA. (laughs) No, actually, I had somebody else in mind when I was thinking about this. But all right, I can go with TNA. We all know who I'm talking about. God love you. Yes, My you little inspiration there. Oh, they are so inspiring. I love the haters. Um, folks, no, seriously, th- there's a reason why it's taken a little bit, okay? We're going to try and go ahead. We're having a, we're putting together a practice match for before the end of this year. I want to see different things and how it looks. I, when I tell you it's not just the wrestling there's going to be a lot to this, folks, okay? If you want me to put out a piece of crap, guess what? Tell me. I'll put a show on in two weeks. If you want a spectacle and you want to see some great wrestlers and some great wrestling, you know what? Let me do my job. 
I do my job rather well. I'm going to bring one hell of a show with some phenomenal, phenomenal wrestlers. You're going to absolutely love. Be patient. Good things come to those who wait. <laughs> you know, Thanks, Dad. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, and, and, you know, getting back to this, okay, good things come to those who wait. We've been waiting for Goldberg to come back. Let's get back on this real quick. Yeah. Lesnar, yeah, we'll get back to FXE. We still got to have Psycho Jester interview. We got a lot going on yet, folks, and we only have a half hour to do it yet. Lesnar and Goldberg, okay, the whole thing. This is going to be great. Now, whether you want to talk about how the promo went and all that isn't going to matter. It's going to be a great. It's going to be a great scene when the, when these two finally meet. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm going to, there isn't going to be a wrestling fan. Let me ask you something. Do you really think there's going to be a wrestling fan that isn't going to really want to watch that if they have the opportunity? I would like to say no, but I'm a little biased. I'm a huge Goldberg fan, but I, I'm sorry. The one thing that scares me is I still remember 2004, you had a younger Brock Lesnar and a younger Goldberg mm-hmm. that didn't have the ring rust that Goldberg's going to have coming into this, and people tried to boo him out of WrestleMania. I mean, they know Goldberg's not sticking around for the long haul, and they know Brock Lesnar's here about once every three months the guy wrestles. I, it, gotcha. it all depends on your crowd. If you get a good crowd, the match is going to be fabulous. If you get one of those crowds that just want to be a smart ass and be stupid like a Nashville crowd. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. Well, listen, folks, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a, we're going to take a little break uh, for one second here, and then we're going to come on back. We've got the interview coming uh, that we're, we've been waiting to have. We just ran a promo today on Facebook. If you go on Facebook, Fantasy underscore Jester on Twitter, but just straight Fantasy Jester on Facebook. There's two different places to go. Catch the promo while we go ahead. We take a minute. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. Yeah, folks, uh, you're listening to FXE Live, and we are proudly brought to you by Deep Obsession Charters. You want to go for the most fantastic, absolutely unbelievable dive opportunities that the state of Florida has for you. In West Palm Beach is Deep Obsession Charters. Ryan Walton and the gang there take you for any kind of dive that you would like They are there right by, first of all, the Blue Heron Bridge, which is one of the best macro dive sites in the world. That's how it's rated. I mean, this isn't me making this up. This is you can go check. It's absolutely gorgeous, absolutely beautiful dives. They also have reef dives, wreck dives, and also their baited shark dives. And you get to go ahead and see that the sharks, you learn a little bit about them, And they're not exactly what Shark Week would have you believe. Brian Walton is big on the conservation of these animals, and you get to learn to study them and why, why you need to pay attention to what's going on with them. Again, this is Deep Obsession Charters out of West Palm Beach. 
highly, highly recommended. Folks, I'm back now, and we are getting ready. Uh, I tell you, you know, this is a... Uh, this is difficult, you know. Uh, I'm going to have, this is uh, my twin brother. We're going to get him out of the green room. Security, do me a favor. Get him out of the green room, please. And uh, he's clearly not right in the head. He doesn't have a job here, but he tries to help, okay? You'll see why in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I made it to the show. I made it to the show. I told you. I told you. I told you. I'm gonna be great. Yes, yes, yes. Settle down. Settle down, please. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm on the show. I'm on the show. Calm down, just calm down. You know why you're on the show. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm by myself. That's <laughs> actually great. <laughs> I am the greatest. I will be the greatest. I will be the greatest. <laughs> Uh, easy, easy, easy. That's that, that's a that's my job around here. That's my job, you know. Just settle down a little. Oh, oh no, dear brother. <laughs> what have I told you? I'm the boss around here. <laughs> I'm gonna make a sexy great. <laughs> Would you stop? A bunch of us do that. You know, a bunch of us do that. Did anybody, did any of you, did any of you, did any of you bring him? Did did any of you bring him? I brought him. I brought him. No, none of you brought him. Relax. Go, go meet him. Go meet him. <laughs> go meet him. Go meet him. Go meet him. Okay, okay, okay. I told you I would. Must sign him. <laughs> Must sign him. Must sign him. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Uh, if we sign this guy. He will be on November 5th on the Fantasy Jester Show, Saturday night, November 5th, 8 o'clock. We are already planning on having a signing, so we'll see. We'll definitely see. He will make us great. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough already. Enough. Can you calm down? Can you calm down for one more question? JT, is there is there something you wanna you wanna ask Psycho Jester? I can think of a lot of things I'd like to ask the Psycho Jester, but one in particular stands out. 
Will we ever see you in the ring? <laughs> Why do you call me that? <laughs> Why do you call me that? I'm not Psycho Jester. I'm not Psycho Jester. I'm not Psycho Jester. I keep telling you, I'm not Psycho Jester. Yes, you'll see me in the ring. No, we won't. No, we won't. Yes, you will. I told you. I told you. I will. I'm going to be in the ring. I'm going to be. Security. Security, please. Just go. Come. No, 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 no. Let's go. No, no, no. I'll be back. I'll be back. Get him out, please. God. Oh, my Lord. Folks, I'm sorry. You know, it's not easy. He, I guess he, he either has a friend. You go see the promo. Go see the promo. He has a friend, I don't know, that knew somebody. And there is a chance we are going to get. I mean, there's a reason why I put up with that. There's a reason why I do. And that is simply because, yeah, we have a shot. We have a shot. The guy's name is Renegade. This is what I'm hearing. I don't know. I've got to go check him out. I have got the address where he works out. Now, I will go see him myself, see what we can do. If we can get this guy, this will be big for us. JT. If we can get the guy wow. in the promo, yeah, if we can get the guy that we saw on that promo. Right, right. That guy's a beast. That guy's a freaking beast. Yeah, I would not want to step in the <laughs> ring with that guy. Yeah. Let me just say, let me just say, I wouldn't want to anger that man that I saw working out in that promo. <laughs> he looked pretty big. No. You see the size of the arms on that guy? That was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that guy was, yeah, that guy, that guy was enormous. Uh, I looked at him, and I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, that guy's a player, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, and somehow we're going to have, that's what I, this is what happens sometimes in our world, though. Things fall into our lap, and, you know, somebody as stupid as my little brother, uh, he is all of two minutes younger and 22 seconds. And, uh I'll tell you, he he can come up with some stuff. He wants to no. be in the ring. I don't know. I, JT, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? He's gone and all. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't put him in the ring. How can I put him in the well, ring? Well, you know, He's I dangerous. Mean, I don't. So what? I mean, that makes it half the fun. Now, I do want to ask. You said he was, what, a little over two minutes behind you? Did you kick yeah. him in the face repeatedly on your way out? Or How or do you what? think I got ahead of him? Okay, well, there is that. <laughs> Come on. I needed to be number one right from the start. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, that makes, well, everything makes so much more sense to me now, you know? I'm willing to kick my brother to be number one. Who aren't I going to well, kick? Yeah. <laughs> Mitzvah's at your house must have been a blast. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. Hey, speaking of some big guys also, okay, getting back to the WWE, you know, uh, yes. 
I can't wait. You know, we're gonna. Ha- I-, I can't wait to meet that big guy. And here are some other big guys with Bray Wyatt and Kane. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you? I mean, we talked. You just mentioned it kind of a little bit earlier. You alluded to the idea of Bo Dallas and, and Bray starting to get that you know upward push. I how oh, you like yeah. it where they're taking it now. Oh, I like it. We have a storyline. We have a push with the right guy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. almost it's almost the trifecta. Yeah, I'm a little afraid to. I'm a little afraid that I might wake up and realize uh, WWE uncreative has pulled a fast one on me. But I love where this is going. This to me is the reason to watch SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, and they, while they're going ahead on the upward swing with that, okay, it seems all of a sudden, you know, and Joey. Uh, Joey Cage was a big fan of the following guy um, and Heath Slater and Rhino. He liked that tag team for whatever reason. They seem to have lost momentum. I mean, is that, do you think that's intentional or, and do you know why? I haven't heard yet why, but it just seems like they're losing momentum. It reminds me of Zack Ryder winning what was it, the Intercontinental Belt Intercontinental Belt at WrestleMania and then dropping it the next night. Was this just a way, a storyline to get Heath Slater on the show, uh, give Rhino a little something for his work, uh, and now it's, eh, you know, the clock has hit midnight? Because, I mean, they have him wrestling the Spirit Squad, really? <laughs> hey, you know, listen, I don't know. Uh, you know like I said. And SmackDown... SmackDown is rife yeah. with this stuff. I mean, and, and again, I've said this last week. I said it the week before, so why not say it for a third week? All they're doing with this idiot Ellsworth is making Styles look weak. Hmm. Yeah, well, don't get off of that as soon as you got your winner with the Bray uh, and Orton and all that. Once that all plays out, because uh, – you know, I, I don't, they can't, they, like you said, they can't mire the champion in, in some right. nonsensical crap forever. So, um, and well, we're and just I waiting mean, on that. Honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. SmackDown needs AJ Styles at, at his precipice and Bray Wyatt at the same spot when they have that title match, probably what Survivor Series or a little farther than that. But they need those guys to both be top of their game. That brand can't make mistakes. They don't have the star power. They don't have the star power, and that was where I was just going to go with, is maybe, you know, I was glad to see the whole, Amb- how it played out with Ambrose, first of all. Because if we had gone through another round of Ambrose and Styles, I just would have, I would have right. cried. I would have literally man cried right there. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, no doubt. Just come on, give it a break. Are we are we maybe on the precipice? Because I believe we should be at least of seeing one of the XT, NXT guys come up into this. Somebody fresh, somebody new. Is this? Are you know? Maybe we can start seeing either. You know, I, I'd love to see Nakamura come up personally. But I have a feeling they will keep him for Raw and wait for when uh, when uh, Finn Balor gets back. Right, Nakamura is an A plus player. He's going to go to the A plus show. I think uh, at this That's point, terrible. You know, well, I mean, you're looking at. Let's be honest. You know, we're talking about a guy again that I believe 
was in the match of the year back at, at TakeOver Dallas and NXT. This is a guy that's already completely over with the crowd. You, you're not going to put him on SmackDown. Vince's baby is raw. Could somebody please do me? A, yeah, I was going to say Vince's baby is raw, and it's it's very clear that it is. And that's what I would like to hear from, because there are people out there. I see you on Twitter, folks. I see you. And please come tell me one thing, please. How you like SmackDown over Raw. I see you out there. Oh, SmackDown's better. SmackDown's better. SmackDown's better. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my Lord. The only thing good about SmackDown, and see, I don't know. Somebody who is a Trish Stratus fan himself there, JT, mm. you know. That'd be um, me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, a, uh, are you a Nikki Bella fan by any chance? I'm somewhat of a Nikki Bella fan. I question her taste in men with John Cena personally, but that's just a personal <laughs> note. Um, she doesn't have the – sorry, I, I couldn't help that. You know, it's the inner monologue creeping out inside of me again. Um, she doesn't have the, the ability that Trish Jadis has. She doesn't have the ability of Alita or, you know, I've always been a big, big Beth Phoenix fan as well. She's we still talking wrestling? not – Oh yeah, I am. Oh okay. I mean, we can talk other things too, but you know, for the love for this, you know, it works in both. Um, All right. I just don't see her as a top person. You know, I look at that table that you like to mention in other sports, and you look around that table to see who's sitting at it. Well, Nikki's sitting at the kids' table, in my opinion. Yeah, it's uh, now okay, so. Let's 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 for a minute here. Let's stop talking wrestling, and let's just have guy talk for thirty seconds. We have the mm-hmm. uh, matchup of Nikki Bella uh, and Natalia. Take away the wrestling, and we're just picking the ladies themselves. Who are you picking, Bella or Natalia? So if we're getting rid of the wrestling, that means we can forget uh, forget Natalia's flatulence gimmick that she had three years ago. I'm going to tell you. We try to. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Natalia. Yeah, exactly. I'm still going to go Natalia in that in that case. Oh, my lord. Plastic is bad for the environment, Nikki. Plastic is bad for the environment. Oh, wow. There you go. A, a conservationist now. <laughs> hey, you know what? Help me help you, you know? Help me help you. Uh, Becky Lynch and uh, Alexa Bliss finally going to get this uh, going. Uh, Slight delay. Yeah, but this this should be a good match. Uh, you know, the funny thing with Alexa Bliss, she's about she's from about ten minutes from where I'm standing right now. So, and she's known up here pretty well, and there's a lot of fans of her. So, I've got a chance to learn a little bit about her. But Becky Lynch is totally the top dog on this show, and I don't think there's anyone close to her at this point. Is Becky Lynch the best women's wrestler now? Forget the mic skills. Mm-hmm. Wrestling ability. You know, you think she's the best I'm right now? To, can I go 1A, 1B and say, I'll give her 1A, but I think Natalia's 1B, somebody who's been trained in the hard dungeon, that lady has mm-hmm. some moves and ability. So, and I think a lot of people forget that about her because of the way she's booked. But all in all, I'd say 
Finn Balor's done one hell of a job training Becky Lynch. Yes, he has. Fan, fantastic job. Uh, technically sound. Love her work. Love her work. And uh, no, I'm starting to starting to see improvement. And tell me, correct me if I'm wrong. When you watch Alexa Bliss, uh, are you starting to see some improvement? I think I, yeah. I really am starting to see improvement in her wrestling ability. Yeah, definitely. She's uh, she's a lot more fluid. It doesn't look as choppy. She doesn't look like she's thinking about it. It looks like it's just coming naturally, and there's a nice flow to what she's doing. Uh, it's a real nice, smooth, uh, you know, movement. Uh, yeah, definitely. She's going to be a player in, in years to come. Yeah, um, and, and which is great. I mean, she's tiny as all hell, but she is she's good at what she does, that's for sure. Um, no, I, I like it all. And now, as we get ready for the – Hell in the Cell matches. My partner, JT, the one and only, has some very distinct opinions about what we're about to see this weekend, folks. JT, lay it on us, my brother. Uh, Hell in a Cell. Historically, in my opinion, always one of the worst pay-per-views as it is, and I think this will be the worst Hell in a Cell out of a long line of bad Hell in a Cells. We have three Hell in a Cell matches. We have a triple main event. I don't get that in any way, shape, or form. You've watered down the show. There's one match that should be in that cell. Rusev and Reigns. That's it. I wanted to see KO and see Seth Rollins in a match, but not in a cell. I think that's going to dumb down the match a little bit. I think it's going to limit them for what they can do. These two guys are incredible workers. I want to see them in a regular match. Um, this card to me, wow. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. If the, if the Golden Girls Marathon wasn't last week and it was this week, I wouldn't be watching Hell in a Cell. But they're lucky. They got it all the way last <laughs> oh, week. So, you know, I don't have anything to watch this weekend, so I'll be watching it. But I'm just not looking forward to this at all. Rusev reigns I am. That's about it. Really? Wow. And well, wow. and, and let me throw one last thing in there. You know, a few years ago, and I'm going to take the Trish Stratus and the you know Lita's out of this, but some of the women's matches. A friend of mine, friend of the show, Tate Dello, and I used to always joke, "Oh, that's the time to go get concessions." Well, no, WWE's replaced that now. You stick around for the women's matches. It's when the cruiserweight division's on that's when you go to the bathroom. I'm telling you, folks, Sasha gonna fly through the air someday. Yeah, don't miss she, the women's matches now. She gonna fly off the top of that, and she gonna fly and give tribute she to. Dally. She gonna no, she gonna fly off the top of that and give tribute to Daddy. She gonna ah, give. Yes. She gonna give the uh, Guerrero. Flash. Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay, she uh, she will pull that this way. She can go ahead, be on top of the cage, on top of the cell, okay? And there's her tribute at what better time? A woman on top in a place never seen before giving tribute to her dad who, you know, God bless him. I loved Eddie. I thought Eddie was a phenomenal wrestler. Wow. Viva La Raza, man. That was great. Yeah. Those were great times. Those were great oh, times. They, 
Yeah, they lie. They, they you know, they cheat. They steal. Why cheat and steal? I loved it. Why cheat and steal, my brother? Yeah. Good times, good times. And that's, that's again, you know, some of the things and getting into that old school feel, that is, for those of you who are wondering, you know, what could we possibly expect from FXE? And that, that's pretty much the direction I want people thinking. Remember when, folks, WWE, you had no clue what would happen next? You literally did not know. And it was something spectacular that happened. They just pulled out. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they just did that. You remember those times? I remember those times. Those were fun times. They had some great wrestlers, some great moves. You concentrated on the wrestling. The guys who were supposed to be on the mic were the mic guys. Jimmy Hart was who he was and all that stuff. Okay. But you didn't know what was coming. And that's pretty much the way uh, I want everybody to think about when you come into an FXC show, if you think you know what's about to happen next, okay, let me explain something to you. You couldn't be more wrong. You won't know what's going to happen next. There will be a crazy time. Think of WWE, some old-time wrestling we're going we're gonna to focus on some actual wrestling, some good wrestling. We've got some great people lined up for everybody. When I look at the Hell in the Cell match, okay, you've got three Hell in the Cell. You know, JT, I've got to be honest with you. I don't, completely, I, I don't completely share your sentiment that I'd rather watch the Golden Girls because I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that, that bad. Room but... a looker, though. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. The Coronas did saw you over there. Did you hide Joey Cage and you two drinking over there or something? I don't know. <laughs> you know that's not the case. Oh, my God. If you're going to go old, it's go all the way. Go Estelle Getty. <laughs> go. If you're going old, if you're going gray, go all the way. <laughs> hey, the sand will be provided for you. Oh my lord! All right, seriously though, um, let's get let's get off the Golden Girls, and uh, yeah, if you will, if you will, and uh, let's go right to back to what we were talking about though in the whole Hell in the Cell match. Listen, guys, I, I don't share the same sentiment as him. Okay, I think it's great. I just think you know they do cheapen the idea of Hell in the Cell of having three matches. Either do right. one specific. You know what? Guess what? If you wanted, here's where they, to me, they really messed up. They could have and should have made one Hell in a Cell match. Or all of them. Every match on the card, a Hell in a Cell night. But here's what I believe. If you have something, and correct me, JT, please, tell me if I'm wrong on this one when I throw this one out. You have the women doing the first ever Hell in a Cell match. Let me repeat that. First ever. That should have been the only one on the card. Yeah, you give it, you give it the, uh, the look and the feel that it deserves. It's the first time you make that the crown match. That I can agree with. 
I mean, you have something. It is. This is a momentous time in wrestling right now. This is what people like the fabulous Moore and them started this all for. So that women could take it to the next level, just like the men. Now, you want to have a women's hell in a cell and a men's hell in a cell in the same night? Understandable. You want to do three, say, you know, one, two, three, I have a women's, a men's, and a tag team. Great. I understand that. But when you're doing the first ever women's hell in a cell match, you have two women from iconic wrestling families. Last time I checked, Charlotte happens to have a little pedigree herself. You've got these iconic women in there about to take women's wrestling to a level that has not been seen before. As I have just built that up, that is how it should have been treated. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between Vincent McMahon and Fantasy Jester and how they would run a promotion. Now, I will leave it to all you fans out there to determine which product, once FXE is out there, which one you like better. But I'm just giving you a little hint right there what the thinking is behind FXE. Now, JT, again, like I said, you've got this women's match. This should be it. Should be it. That should be the cage match. That should be the Hell in a Cell match, period. I I agree with you completely. Agree with you completely. And one last thought for this pay-per-view. I only see one belt. I see one belt changing hands, and that's going to be Brian Kendrick is going to take the uh, Cruiserweight belt. That's the only belt that changes hands, in my opinion, in this. It's going to be interesting. You know, we're going to go ahead, folks. Remember, um, we are going to have more about Hell in a Cell on the Fantasy Jester Show. You know, we have Saturday nights. Fantasy Jester Show covers all the major sports and wrestling. So listen in, and we're going to be talking about Hell in a Cell, last-minute news, any last-minute changes, any last-minute insider info that JT or I uh, might have heard. Don't forget, we have our other podcasts on Monday nights, the new A Touch of Magic at 6.30. Great show already. People already liking it. I I thought that was great. Um, We have this one here on Wednesdays. Thursday, tomorrow night, don't forget, football fans, the Gridiron guys. And as far as my prediction on which belt, you know, uh, a a couple of people have asked me, you know, uh, which one of the belts are going where and when. I can promise you, I can promise you, on Saturday, I'll give you my opinion. This has been the Fantasy Jester. That has been JT, the Jason Townsend, Fez 437. And this has been FXE Live. Thanks so much for joining, folks. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. Join us Saturday. Get our predictions. We love you. Have a great night. Fantasy Jester, I'm out of here. Look, if you had one shot, one opportunity.
is everything you ever wanted. One moment. Did you capture it? Just let it slip. Yo. His palms are sweaty. Knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes.